Okay, niggas is out at All-Star Weekend going COVID crazy. <laughs> All-Star Weekend. I forgot. I thought we canceled All-Star Weekend this year. Uh-uh, they canceling shit. Mm. I, I don't think that nobody in the arena when they actually playing, but no. Full swing, bitch. Let's go. Mm. Atlanta said, come on down. <laughs> come on down. No masks. No nothing. Atlanta been kind of going crazy as of lately. Mm-hmm. Texas. Miami. Somebody mm. made a good point though, just kind of on some might have been Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. Just basically, are these predominantly black cities being used as guinea pigs for this experiment as far as moving us back to normal? Mm. Seeing like, oh, they're gonna open this shit back up, all y'all niggas gonna get sick, you know? Mm. So I don't know. That was something to think about, but you know, they down there going nuts down there in the all-star weekend. But definitely shouts out to them and I hope they staying safe. Shouts out to Team LeBron. I heard that they won. So, congrats to them. Yay. It's a period. You have no interest in this. I usually do, but, I mean, I, the Lakers are my team. You know what I'm saying? I like LeBron, kind of, sort of. It's a love-hate relationship, but the Lakers are my team this year. Is is my team this year. <laughs> um, But, you know... I guess maybe I'm looking for some underdog type of things. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, don't, I wouldn't um, root for John Brady, not John, Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so it's the night, and um, what's his name? LeBron was talking all that Tom Brady shit. So you know, I was just get tired of rooting for LeBron. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. But c- congratulations to you. You know Definitely what I'm saying? King. You know what I'm saying? If you got it, you got it, bro. Right. Stay on top. Hey, what is up? Welcome back to Delicate Dominance Podcast episode 58. It's Auto and Queen P, dumbass. So, no. <laughs> you kill me. You slay me. No, for real, though. Thank you all for coming back for another episode, another week of bullshit and shenanigans, fresh back off a of hiatus. Yeah, uh, yeah, we had a little. A little extendo hiatus this time. Mm-hmm. Take a little quick vacation, yeah. real quick. You know, sometimes you gotta dial back, decompress. You know, just kind of relax, unwind, get yourself together, and just reset yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, just basically what we've been on. Had a very eye-opening, relaxing, wonderful, peaceful time throughout this little break that we had, but. Tell us about it, Queen. How was your week? Oh, oh my goodness. Or should I say Queen P? <laughs> it's been a lot going on with my week. Like, I've just found myself in awkward situations. Like, mm-hmm. we had a blizzard. <laughs> it's so weird. If you're not from Michigan, you know, you don't know this or whatever. But if you are from a state where it's cold as hell and where you do get a lot of snow and like I know a lot of places that aren't used to this experienced it you know like Texas and other places like that but you know you kind of know how to deal with the snow and know how to deal with like blizzards and just large inches of snow just Mm -hmm. falling out of nowhere and you just kind of learn to deal with it so for some strange reason my black ass decides I need to make a quick gas station run at 12 (laughs) a.m. 
And of course, you know, when you're out at 12 a.m., you tend to may run into some weirdos. Mm-hmm. So I go to the normal gas station that I go to, you know, in my neighborhood by my house or whatever. And, you know, I'm in there just getting my normal little shit or whatever, you know, things or drinks for my liquor or whatever, whoop-de-whoop, you know. And it's this guy in there. Now, he appeared to be a little semi-sweet, you know, like he might be a little high, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's standing in there and he was talking to the gas station attendant that I normally, you know, see when I go in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting him all my shit or whatever. He like, excuse me, do you know how long the buses run out here or whatever? And I'm looking around and shit. I turn my head over. I'm like, oh, you talking to me? Because mm-hmm. I don't know if he was talking to me or the gas station attendant. I'm like, no, I don't. But, you know, if you need me to look something up for you, I got you or whatever. He like, because, you know, I've just been waiting on this bus. It's just been a long time. And, you know, I don't know when the next one will come in. The weather real bad. It's a blizzard. Now, mind you, the weather is fucked up at this point. Like, we mm. already got, like, you know, six, seven inches. And it's still coming down, mm. you know? So I'm like, well, you know, I don't really know when the next one is, but like, have you considered Uber, Lyft, a taxi or something like that? Because even if the buses are running right now, which they may or may not be, right. it's going to be a long ass time before one come out this way. Right. So he's like, oh, dang, or whatever like that. So I'm getting all my shit or whatever. And he like, well, would you be able to take me to Six Mile and Woodward? Mm. Now, mind you, I stay... You know what I'm saying? Like closer to the 12 mile area. That's about a good 15 minute ride on dry land. You know, when the weather is regular. Right. In a fucking blizzard. I'd have been an hour trying to get him to fuck over there and then come back home. Right. You know? So I'm like, I had to just be real with him. Like, look, sweetie, you know, nothing against you, but I don't let random ass people in my car. Right. And that's just period. And there's nothing else that really need to be said. So that's a no-go. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I could try to see if I can get you a Lyft or Uber or, you know what I'm saying, anything like that. You know, he's like, well, you know, I'm a little low on funds or whatever like that. I was like, well, okay, I could try to cash up you, you know what I'm saying, a little something, something, whatever like that, you know, to put on the ride or whatever. He like... Oh, I don't even have no phone or whatever. I'm like, well, you just don't got shit. Right. You ain't even got the bare essentials to even be right. out here right now. Why the fuck are you not at home? And why did you just stay there? <laughs> like, you pissing me off at this point. Mm-hmm. So the gas station attendant or whatever like that, shouts out to Sada or whatever, cool ass Jamaican lady. She like, well, you know, I could try to see, you know, this is my Jamaican accent. Don't excuse it. It's probably trash, but mm-hmm. I could try to see if it's a, Taxi or someone that can come and get you or whatever, but you know, like they don't come here. They see it's a guest station and they know that the patrons usually leave. They leave, so they won't. They won't. They won't come back. So she tried to call the place. I mean, you know, one of the little taxi companies or whatever, and they basically said, "Nah, bitch, mm-hmm. we're not coming out there." So he kind of fucked or whatever like that. I'm like, well, you know, if I could get to my phone and get it charged or whatever, because I didn't, you know, what I'm saying have my phone on me or whatever, and my phone was like pretty much dead. Mm-hmm. So. I'm like, you know, I could see, you know, if I could like maybe get you an Uber or like see something or whatever. Cause I'm just at this point feeling guilty. Like, damn, it is a blizzard out here or whatever, but I'm not about to let the stranger ass motherfucker in my car, you know? Right. Of course not. So, you know, I had um end up leaving or whatever like that. I was like, all right, I'm gonna just kind of reassess everything and mm-hmm. you know, charge my phone and you know what I'm saying I'm gonna try to come back up here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Girl, my dumb ass trying to be Captain Save a hole leaves out or whatever and gets my dumb ass stuck in the snow. Mm-mm. I'm like, see, 
that's a sign. Take your black ass home. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. So they finally get out the snow, whatever. I'm like, you know what? I really shouldn't even be out here. I'm just gonna go home. Mm-hmm. You know, and I kind of left it at that. I don't know what the conclusion was. So a couple of days later, when I go back up there, um, same attendant is there, of course. Mm-hmm. She like, um, I'm like, yeah, whatever happened to old boy or whatever. She like, oh, I was just about to tell you that that strange motherfucker was here <laughs> all the way up until I left this bitch. Now, mind you, this is the gas station attendant talking to me while I'm getting gas and it's other patrons. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't give a fuck. She like, she like, I told you, I said, girl, I said, oh, that motherfucker asking you for a ride? Oh, no, no, no. You better not let that motherfucker in your car. I said, you better not try that shit. <laughs> she was so freaking animated and funny. I'm like, no, I know better. I wasn't letting him in my car or whatever. Right. She's like, because the motherfucker is crazy. After you left and I was about to leave, he decides to walk over to my car to try to get me to take him to where he needed to go. Motherfucker mm-hmm. grabs my door and tries to pull it open to get in the car with me. I told his ass, I said, you better get your motherfucking ass away from this motherfucking car. (laughs) Like, this is literally exactly how she's talking. Mm -mm. And she like, she was, I was about to cut his ass, okay? (laughs) He's like, so I don't know. I left his ass up here and I left and went home. Because I don't play that shit. (laughs) Was he slow? No, he just was shit stranded. I mean, he seemed to not really have any real survival skills. Because, mm. like, in all the time that you've been up here, you ain't thought of shit. You right. ain't got a friend. Yeah. A sibling. A next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. Or nothing that you can call. Right. Why you don't have no phone? Why you don't have no phone? Why are you out here growing as hell with no phone and no money? Mm. Right. You know, because no. I was going to try to, like, cash app them and just, you know, that's the most I can do. Because you're not getting in my shit because I don't know you. <laughs> but... <laughs> I was gonna try to like cash up on whatever and help him get on his way like that. Like, all right, if I cash up you the money that it's gonna cost to get you over there, will that help? You know? Right. I ain't even got no phone to even put the like what? <laughs> so you ain't got no phone to do Uber to accept the cash app or the call to even get your own taxi or anything. Just out here dangling. In the middle of a blizzard at 12 a.m. Like, nigga, just go home. Just go where wherever the fuck you came from. Okay, wherever the wind blows <laughs> at this point. Mm-mm. But yeah, that was just a little, I don't know. That was a little weird. That was, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just threw me off, but. Well, that was eventful. <laughs> um, My week, my my weeks, should I say? Right. <laughs> I was going to ask, how was your weeks? <laughs> but um, not bad, not bad. Last week was my son's birthday. Yeah, shout out, happy birthday, baby. Yeah, and um, you know, he really had a good time. Um, you know, I guess, well, something I, I'm, um, new to is, you know, they rent out the theaters now. Right. I don't know if they was doing that before, but you know, you get your party at how many ever people not to exceed a certain amount because of COVID restrictions, but, um, yeah, and you just rent that fucker out and that's what we did. And, you know, the kids ran wild like they should have. <laughs> so that was nice. Um, not to mention almost every, every cousin that I have has a birthday this month, probably mm. like all my cousins, but three have birthdays in this month. So I'm just going to say a happy big birthday to everybody. So I have to keep saying happy birthday because it's every, it's literally everybody's birthday. This month. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was my weekend. Um, 
And that little back situation that I had that was like scary as hell. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, you see on TV where the people back be fucked up and they be stuck bent over. Uh-huh. I felt like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like scoliosis type shit. Yeah, yeah. Like no, I'm talking about like Uncle Phil, like or some shit. And they bend over to get something and they just gotta stay down there uh-huh. cause they can't bend their back back up. Uh-huh. Like that. Like I don't know what the fuck was going on, but um, you helped me stretch it out. We sat here and, you know what I'm saying? We stretched and, you know, worked it out. And it's been, it's been better ever since, you know? Good, good. So, yeah. Are you still doing the stretches? No. Oh, period. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing some form of them. Especially good. the one, it's, it's, it's so funny. but it's best when the one is like, you got the, the back arch, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Where it's like you getting hit from the back that one i've been doing good good. because it's good to just do in the bed Uh uh-huh that's a very very important tool to have in the belt for sure you never know when you need that fucker (laughs) come on it's sharpening that tool Mm -hmm. you just gotta know there's a fair amount but yeah that was what my week consisted of and just and just really seeing my kid growing up you know yes it's crazy like he's really a whole five-year-old girl like, i feel like they years switches be like it'd be like on this day boom you the next year like on that day you know so yes mm-hmm. and speaking of like body things and you know just general self-care I did have a wonderful back massage. Well, body massage, full body massage mm. at a place. We'll shout them out later as our black business. Mm-hmm. And um, You said full body massage? Like they finished you off? <laughs> <laughs> she could have because, baby, she was touching and pleasing me in mm. ways that certain niggas have never. <laughs> okay? Oh, they be cold with the, with the uh, yes, massages. Yes, baby. Yes. I got a facial too and I got a little mini massage in there as well. But, honey, with the... With the body massage, yes, she got all up in the areas, mm. back, top, glutes, mm. leg, like yeah. She wrapped she like she some. Doing. She wrapped like some little hot towels around my feet and shit. I'm mm. like, oh, okay, all right. I get this the bonus. <laughs> but yeah, definitely was very enjoyable, very relaxing, and I feel the difference. That's good. I feel you. very rejuvenated and relaxed. So I'm glad you got to experience that today. That's Thank cool. You. Yeah. An actual little spa, right? Oh yeah, definitely mm-hmm. full, full blown, full service spa. Yes. Now I did not want to be the super sedity one, but I was a little bit not turned on by the fact that it wasn't a sauna and jacuzzi. I was mm-hmm. kind of looking for that. <laughs> one of the previous experiences that I had with the, uh, you know, facial massage had a jacuzzi and a sauna, mm-hmm. so. I was kind of wondering about that, and mm-hmm. I just assumed that they did, and came there with my bathing suit and shit, like, oh, shit, we know we about to have a full relaxation day. Mm-hmm. Big-ass sunglasses mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's my pool, and, right? Like, warm her up for me. <laughs> Show me to my pool. But, yeah, definitely was a great service. Customer service was wonderful. Um, the people were nice. You know, they served tea and had snacks and you know, refreshments. So, feel really cool. taken care of. That's and they cool. bring your tea out to you all classy with a nice little um, pack of pearl honey balls that you can put in there. Now, that's a real classy. That's a class act right there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, very classy. So, I would love honey balls. Yes, I love them. They, they honey, honey pearl balls. Mm. Smooth. Yep. Okay. But yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, what the fuck else is going on? Though? It's, it just seems like it's just been so much. Like it's just been a lot of shit. It's been a lot lately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before we delve into everything that's been going on, can you um you talk about what we're burning? Ooh, what is the burn for today? I think you would be better able to describe this scent. Okay. Um. Okay. So this is one of. Um, my scents. It's an Alux original. Um, one that will be in my official line when I decide to do one or something like that. <laughs> but um, it's the grapefruit and mango sting. Okay, that's it, the one it was. Okay, yeah. I wanted you to do it because I had forgot the uh, <laughs> which one it was. I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. which one is it? Good. And I'm sure um, we've I'm sure we talked about it on here before, yeah. but it's like one of my favorite ones, and it really fills the room and it has like this citrusy um i guess grapefruit is what they say mm-hmm. um this citrusy smell and grapefruit is like supposed to um is like one of those essential oils that's supposed to bring your mood up and you know what i'm saying kind of make you feel a little happy or whatever okay. and this really does that for me i love this scent like it has like a little musky smell i feel like to it too yeah. and it's like I'll touch the candle, you know what I'm saying? And then if I like rub, you know what I'm saying, rub myself or rub it on me or something, I smell it all day and I really like that smell. Yeah. So um grapefruit and mango sting yeah, mango sting. Try it. I should try it. Yes. This is a really and it's a really good spring scent. Yeah, it does smell really good. A Lug's original yeah. for sure. Sorry, I just got lost in that. This, yeah, this is my favorite for real. Yeah, I do. I love the smell. I just cannot think of the name real quick. Mm-hmm. It left me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't even know. I thought you was testing me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay then. <laughs> you got an A on your test though. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, what are we getting into today? It's, I feel like it's a lot that I want to discuss. Okay. And at the same time, it's kind of like. A lot that's, I don't know. Like, you know how you feel like you'll talk about some shit, but it's repetitive? Like, you're talking about the same shit, but with different people? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. when it comes to, like, online beef and bullying and trolling and back and forths and posts and reposts and subliminals and shit? Mm-hmm. I feel like we be going through the same shit. Like, we living in the Matrix over and over again, but just with different parties. Mm-hmm. So, that's just kind of, like, what I feel, but I just feel like it's so much that has kind of gone on you know mm-hmm. but um let's get into lakeith stanfield and charlemagne's big beef lakeith keefy keefy and charlemagne let's first of all let's not ever get lost on the fact that charlemagne is very petty right charlemagne is very petty and charlemagne will argue circles around you to not be wrong you know mm-hmm. um so you you know more about the quote-unquote ongoing beef with them than i do so what's the what was the first incident so with both of them what i think kind of like fueled the whole thing was you know keep stanfield was on the breakfast club or whatever not this time not this time mm-hmm. right well 
he, I don't know if he'd been, has he, he been back, been, been back since that first initial he time? He didn't go on for Judas? No. Oh, he didn't? No, because they oh. were still in a little beat or whatever. But Charlemagne had basically told him that the little freestyle that he dropped was trash. Mm -hmm. So he kind of, you know, was salty about that or whatever. Was it trash? Did you listen? I did hear the freestyle and it was just a little cringy. Mm, I was like, trash. oh, okay, yeah. Trash. This is say. something. Mm. I, I didn't know how to describe it, but I just feel better when actors kind of stay in their lane. Mm. I think, you know, for the most part, like it's very rare that you just get a cold ass actor that just can make that transition smoothly. Because mm, right. it's like you used to, you know, seeing them as one thing. Similar to like when basketball players try to rap and shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, eh, you know. Now they got they they own basketball rapping basketball community though mm -hmm. people that like basketball rap and they don't be cussing in the shit either right yeah mm -hmm. some old kids bop type mm -hmm. shit but I digress so Lakeith Stanfield decides that later on he wants to go on his page and call certain you know black ran. Um, social media platforms anti black so he named mm -hmm. of course the Breakfast Club. Shay Room, Lipstick Alley, and a couple of other places. Like, you know, y'all basically anti-black. Charlemagne had a big-ass problem with power this. Power 106. Did he do power? I mean, not power. Um, Hot 97? Um, He said um, Shay Room, Lipstick Alley, Breakfast Club, World Star, and many others oh, okay. are anti-black. So, Charlemagne gave him Dunky the other day because of that. Mm -hmm. He basically was on some shit like, don't ever fix your lips to tell me that I'm anti-black. Mm. You know, I get on here every day and take chances that you would never take. I get on here and call these crackers, crackers, crack-ass crackers, mayonnaise, whatever, whatever, you know, and I have all types of black activists and, you know, civil rights people and shit on here that I'm interviewing and talking to to try to make change. You know what I'm saying? I've written books and things regarding, you know, black privilege and just being black. So don't ever fix your mouth to say that me or my platform is anti-black. And you know, Lakeith Stanfield's point was, I never called you anti-black, but the place that you run for, I mean, that you work for, isn't ran by black people. Mm -hmm. And that platform is anti-black. I never called you anti-black. So they kind of had a beef over that. Lakeith Stanfield drops a so-called diss song, because I guess he just really gung-ho on his rap thing. He felt like that, yeah. <laughs> and put Charlemagne face on the Sambo uh, face with the lips and everything like that. So he basically just called him, you know, basically a Sambo saying, you know what I'm saying? He just, you know, a nigga. And that's pretty much it. I listened to the song. It was called um, Automatic, I think it was. But it was kind of eh to listen to. I, it just, I, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that. Mm. Sorry, Keepy. But, um, you know, then him and Charlemagne was continuously going back and forth with that. And, you know, he addressed some things, you know, as far as. Charlemagne and everything, like he kind of broke down the whole donkey of the day thing, was just addressing different parts of it. Mm. And then Lakeith Stanfield still talking about it. He on uh, Hot 97 talking about Charlemagne and how he don't have any beef with him or whatever. Then the latest thing was um, Daniel Kalua was there, you know, on the Breakfast Club promoting mm -hmm. Judas and the Black Messiah. Right. And he just basically asked him, like, do you feel differently about? Lakeith when he plays this role so well you know kind of standing like that and mm -hmm. you know I guess Daniel probably felt the setup coming like oh y'all still got beef type yeah, shit you know about to get me in this shit. yeah like I ain't about to do that we not doing that mm -hmm. you know that man did his role he did a phenomenal job let's just 
concentrate on the matter at hand, mm-hmm. which is the movie. And, you know, Charlamagne threw a couple jabs at him. Well, he threw a jab at him, basically told him, like, nigga, this is the role you was born to play. That's mm-hmm. really kind of it. Like, it wasn't, like, no big jab, but Charlamagne threw that little shade in there just because that's just what Charlamagne does. And, mm-hmm. you know, let him tell it. He kind of let everything else go that he right. wanted to respond to and just left it at that. So, Lakeith just have an issue with a lot of the things that Charlamagne does and posted on his Instagram calling them a hoe and telling us that this is what hoes do. <laughs> and it's just been a lot of back and Poor. forth. Yeah, like, hoes. But hurts. For real. He like, get off me, dog. Like, mm-hmm. he just was so, I don't know, animated. But basically, just them two being catty with each other. Mm-mm. Not catty. And that's it. Yeah. I'm so, not being catty. <laughs> but, Okay, so the Keith do need some need some help. You know what I'm saying? It seems like it, yeah. Cause it it just his response wasn't. I feel like it. The video didn't wasn't warranted. Like I don't like unless it's abstract art. You know what I'm saying? I don't see. Why that would have been your response to, you know? Yeah. It was weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The the follow-up thing, it was it was weird. You know what I'm saying? Just like they saying, you know, it was just it's just weird as hell, you know? Yeah. I just don't see why that would be your follow-up response to whatever mm-hmm. Charlemagne's attempt to to talk about you with Daniel Kaluuya. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was just weird as fuck. And he does like little weird things. Like when he was promoting another movie um, that he was in and he was talking to the guy and he took off his shoes and started sniffing his feet and then he licked his own foot. Mm-mm. And just the way that he was talking and just being real monotone and weird throughout mm. that whole little lick foot escapade. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck to call it. Like he does little random weird wacky shit like that. And if that's your personality, that's fine. But it just seems like when you do that at random but you're not really known for that like that's not a part of you that you presented to us it seemed like you one either acting out for attention Mm -hmm. or two you really need some sort of mental help like you need to either talk to someone or both or or both right Mm -hmm. a combination of one being two (laughs) so i don't know that whole shit was just weird like I, i don't know i don't know if he was trying to be quirky at that time but the whole shit was just like ugh, you know yeah and I'm not big on burning bridges with any platform that can help you in any way. Mm-hmm. So you want to call out Shea Room and Breakfast Club and Lipstick Alley and everything like that. But a lot of the times when these white platforms, you know, like People and E or whatever like that, have decided to turn their back on you, those are the platforms that will still cover you, that will still give you right. attention and still get you likes and get you talked about attention, in right. the media, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I just, I, I did agree with Charlemagne, you know, making that whole point and just thinking like, okay, if you feel like these platforms are anti-black, what is it that you are looking for? You know, let some of shit be a teachable moment as opposed to you just shitting on everybody. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I feel like y'all do this like this, but in order to not be that, y'all could do X, Y, and Z instead of be like, bitch, you, 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 y'all motherfuckers is anti-black, fuck y'all, you know? Right, yeah. I just feel like it, it kind of just need to be a balance there, so. Mm-hmm. 
this whole fucking beef is just so sassy though like it's just very sassy and catty it and is y'all are just two grown-ass men that Go really on, don't sis. have to okay yes yeah, <laughs> that don't really have to be beefing at all like y'all don't yeah. have to be beefing yeah this is not even it, this is not like nothing like y'all really treating this like tupac and biggie and shit like rap beef nigga like that's not that <laughs> i feel like Charlemagne just didn't have shit better to do and lakeith just really needs some help you know mm-hmm. And he had time today, cause okay, cool. Apparently, cause like nigga, you got time to make posts, retweet shit, like shit, make whole songs, and put them out, get them produced and distributed to all platforms. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of time on your hands. Mm-hmm. You should be reading a script or something. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on, but y'all both catty as hell, and y'all need to just go ahead and stop it. But supposedly. Lakeith is right now um, seeking mental help. That's so he's good. talking to a therapist and everything, which is great, you know? Yeah. But he's um, saying that the role of, you know, playing the character in um, Judas and the Black Messiah did a number on him. And mm-hmm. that movie role is the key factor to him needing to go seek help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And most of the times, like when people say that, they may or may not have been the breaking point, but it's a lot of shit that probably have been building up in you that right. you probably been needed to have addressed, but you just didn't, you know? Yeah. yeah. Either way, the why and all of that shit don't matter. Just now, as long as you're looking to do something about it, right. is what's yeah. really important, you yeah. know? This is true. So just go ahead and shut up and. Sat down somewhere till you get your shit straight before you say some shit that you cannot take back, Lakeith. Okay. Social media uh, fucking have everybody wanting to check themselves into the fucking mental hospital, this okay? This is true. This, these are all true stories. For real. Um, I don't know if that's going to affect his career or everything like that, but wishing him the best in his healing and hope that he finds the help that he needs. And you know, just wishing the best for everybody involved. You know, yeah. Charlemagne too. You Char- know? Charlemagne petty ass too. It's crazy ass, right? Give you some of this well wishing too. Mm-hmm. Wish you wouldn't dwell on things so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, because if you piss Charlemagne off, you're getting a half an hour on the brilliant idiot. Okay, and a donkey of the day on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? A, a good little you know shot or two. Right. A low key shot. And then yeah. a dissertation. You getting all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I just hate to see them too, just really going at it, especially when it just seemed like all this could have really been avoided. You know, just mm. seemed kind of pointless. Like yeah. at the end of the day, I don't even really know. I can't pinpoint exactly where the beef stems from. Mm. I just know a bunch of shit happened here. A bunch of shit happened here at this time. You said this. You reposted this. You made this song. You said this on your platform. You said this on your platform. <laughs> nice beef. I'm like <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, very weird, strange beef. Right. Strange beef. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope they find a resolve to that. But I want to get into something else really quick that kind of I felt the way about, but I'm trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. So, you know, me as a faithful title member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, proud. Yes, proud. Proud to pay. Okay, um, to be a part of this wonderful musical platform. You know, my main thing was basically 
coming to this platform for Jay-Z, who is my favorite rapper. I love and support, you know, majority of the things that he does. Him and all his endeavors. Okay, all of his endeavors, all of his future, <laughs> future past and present endeavors. <laughs> I discovered that he sold his share in title. Mm-hmm. He no longer is part owner. He has sold his share to the owner of Squarespace. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when it happened, I thought about it and I'm just like, damn, you know, I, my first reaction, of course, is going to be the, you know, like, well, damn, nigga, you know, I right. kind of came here for you. What's up? Yeah, like, I wanted to, you know, support a black man that was doing black things with a black business. And the fact that I got so much love for you, I'm here and that's where I'm at. Post it. So, you know, he sold it. I forget the exact amount. I wanna, I'm not even gonna throw that number out there, but it was something in the millions, you know, decent amount or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, he is on the board at Squarespace and the other artists that were, you know, included in it, the uh like Beyonce, Kendrick, J. Cole, Nikki, Kanye, they all still, you know, are basically involved with title and they still have you know part ownership of you know their music and everything like that Mm -hmm. and you know being it being you know put out to the platform but it just really bothered me because i just kind of felt kind of weird about it like this is something that a lot of us did and fucked with based off the strength of you right so for you to sell it I feel yeah. like that's just a part of the connection that we've lost to you. Yeah. And it's like us having it. It's like, all right, you sold it to the white man. If I'm going to be paying the $9.99 a month for the white man, I might as well mm-hmm. pay it to Apple Music like I was originally doing. Right. Stick it with my normal original platform, Apple Phone, Apple Platform, Apple Music. And just keep the thing consistent. Mm, right. I said fuck Apple and started fucking with title, literally based off the strength of you. Right. Yeah. So I was thinking about that and I just kind of like, you know, my faith in him is telling me that there's a bigger play at hand, that he's going to maybe possibly do something maybe bigger and better that will allow us to still kind of follow him on the music platform, you know, tip and be able mm. to subscribe to something that is, you know, again, partially black owned or have a black hand in it, you know, mm. with him being the on the board at Squarespace or whatever. I don't know how they're about to make all of this link. You know, that's not right. really my field. I don't really know about that sort of business, but I do have faith in Jay-Z and that there is a bigger play at hand and that it'll benefit a lot of people, put a lot of people in position. And if that's the case, that's fine. Even so, if, man. yeah, even if, it doesn't mean me subscribing to a platform that is black owned. If it helps black people in another way, I'll be satisfied with that. You know? Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of disappointed and off I that. I could tell that you were your when you when you sat me down to tell me this, I'm like clutching my pearls, like, oh my god, bitch, what you about to tell me? I know. But um, I could just really see the hurt. The hurt in your face. Yeah, and... I was disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Like again, you know, I don't know about this sort of business but I just knew the my emotions just kind of was like damn you know that's like you know title I've kind of just affiliated title with you right and when yeah. I think about title I think about you mm-hmm. you know this is I just kind of looked at this as 
you know, your little brainchild, your sort of thing. You know, you may have came in and kind of acquired it a little later on, but still you had enough of a stake and enough of an impact in the whole shit for me to feel like me being subscribed to it was me supporting you. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that was a little disappointing, but I am mm-hmm. looking to the future to see if there's a bigger play at hand that'll, you know, be beneficial yeah. to us as black people. Right. So and um I was thinking about this too, you know, just more music type shit. Big Sean don't get the love and credit that he deserves, you know. And if you're not from here or if you ain't familiar with Big Sean, you know, Detroit artist, shouts out to him. I was watching Deep Reverence video with him and Nipsey Hustle, and you know, he just be talking that shit. And I really love the way he moves, you mm. know. He low key, he don't be involved in no internet weirdo shit. Mm. He open <laughs> about his mental health issues and dealing with suicidal thoughts and things like that. And mm. I like the fact that he an open book like that and that he just don't need a lot of attention. But I feel like people that don't do a lot of shit to garner a lot of attention, they are underrated and they're not really talked about as much as they should. So mm-hmm. I just want to give a little bit of love to Big Sean while he's still here. You know what I'm saying? Giving them flowers. Okay, Big Sean. Okay. For real. I'm, I'm going to make that a, a thing. Like, yeah, giving mm. people their flowers. For real. Because, you know, we think about people that just died and was taken from us too soon. And it was like, damn, you know, we really could have been rocking with them and supporting them way more than what we was. Yeah, I feel that. You know? Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to be that. You know, I listened to his album and shit, and I really was vibing. Like, damn, you know? Bitch, I really be throwing that heat out. He be talking some real shit. Like, so definitely shouts out to our Detroit brethren. Big ups, big shine. Yes. The biggest shine. Yeah. You know. Mm. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Look, mind you got me all thinking crazy shit or whatever. I wasn't even gonna take it there. Oh, I oh I was though, but I was. I was not gonna take it there, but boy, how big is your <laughs> Very sizable, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. If Congrats, you Janae. All right. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Tan them little things. Okay. Them little girls. Excuse me. Them little women up. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Big Sean. Yeah. And the boy, the boy is blessed. So. <laughs> uh-uh. Hold on. You said that like you know from experience. No, I've done. Oh, okay. I've like. We're not even gonna get into the pull up uh when he was doing the pull ups in the gym with the gray sweatpants on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. <sighs> I think he was using his dick to pull himself up, wasn't he? <laughs> At this point, <laughs> either that or that motherfucker was touching the ground as he was going up and down. Okay, right. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> we're not going there. Girl, we there. No. Girl, we there. Let's get out we're, the car. No, no, we're getting back in the car and we're pulling <laughs> the fuck off, okay? This is not that part of the show yet, bitch. <sighs> Let's get to the goddamn fucking part. <laughs> but no, let's get into some some real shit. Let's talk about what we want to talk about today. Okay. And this kind of hit us thinking. A video that I had seen, just basically these little younger guys or whatever posted on YouTube. Things that women are insecure about. The guys just don't care about. Mm-hmm. They don't give a damn. And that we just be so worried and just so in our head about. And they and they could give a fuck less. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's kick it off. What's something 
that you have had an insecurity about or been worried about or just overthought about that it just turned out that the nigga just didn't care about or you got older and realized that niggas in general just don't care about mm-hmm. um okay hair and i say hair to me like they don't really give a fuck about which what style of hair you have as long as it's presentable or it's styled or you know what i'm saying right but they not, they're not gonna be like oh uh-uh you got braids or uh-uh, is them latches or is this a, that's a quick week? You know what I'm saying? They don't be all intricate. And, I mean, some people are. But right. For the most part, they don't be like all intricate into um, the styles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. However, I do like taking suggestions. Yeah. I love a suggestion. But, you know, for the most part, especially after you get past that comfortability stage niggas don't be giving a fuck about what your hair look like you know i mean not like that it has to be presentable but shit sometimes it don't have to be presentable they like i'm about to fuck that up anyway right mm-hmm. now i do have niggas that have a preference on certain things like there's certain men that prefer curls to braids but if you have braids that's fine or they prefer that you have your hair up as opposed to down mm-hmm. or you know, if you decide to, you know, wear your natural hair as opposed to weave, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So little preferences like that, but it'll never be, oh, uh-uh, bitch. You wear that, you wear exactly. that weave today? Exactly. Like, it'll never be that. But um, I always, and this probably to the detriment, since I, for a few years, I guess for some years now, I always think of dudes who don't like braids. I'd be like, oh, you hate your race, huh? <laughs> I feel like that. Like, why the fuck do you you like uh, st- straight or curly hair, but you don't like braids? You know what I'm saying? Mm. When this is more um, closer to our natural hair than curly and sh- silky straight. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So if when they just be like, I just, no, I just don't like braids. I'll be like, hmm. Okay. Mm. Hater, you know what I'm saying? Wow. You hate yourself. You hate your gums because they is black. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't ran into a man that um, just disliked braids. A lot of guys that I have talked to or just kind of kicked it with or whatever do prefer, one, not wearing weave, and then, two, hair being, like, curled, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, your like hair just being curled up and cute, little pattern or whatever like that, you know? And it don't even really matter more so as to the actual length as far as how it looks on you. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, one of the ones for me that I did used to struggle with that I just kind of thought was a big thing mm-hmm. that I just thought that niggas do not care about, stretch marks. That's on my list. So, mm-hmm. like... Growing up or whatever, you know, as you get older and things like that, you know, things start to happen to your body, of course. Everybody know the story. But when you used to seeing yourself a certain way and you start to develop certain things and they're not positive things, especially, you don't really know how to handle them, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have a little stretch marker tool or whatever like that. Like, you know, I don't look Mm -hmm. crazy or nothing like that. But (laughs) once, you know, that started to happen, I kind of felt insecurity about it. Mm-hmm. But not a one nigga that I've ever talked to or dealt with 
has given a fuck about stretch marks. Right. At yeah. all. Like, you ain't even been ever pegged the question. Like, Never. Do you have any stretch marks? Never. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ever, ever. <laughs> right. Never. So I'll just be wondering, where does that narrative get picked up at? Are there some men that do give a fuck about that and we just not running into them? Or is that something that women as a general have created in our mind? Like, oh, a man not going to like this. Mm-hmm. And just put it out there. I'm just wondering which one it is. Because mm-hmm. like even men online, like, just don't really seem to have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Um, let me see. I did have that on my list too, um, for the exact same reasons that you said. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to discuss that one further. Um, okay, so one thing I put is my fucking big ass feet. Like <gasps> I be like, oh my god, we gotta have the. If you like, we gotta have the. What's that shoe you wear? Talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And. It do be sometimes I get like a little reaction like, dang, you were that size? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do get that reaction, but for the most part, niggas don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's I've never been um, shunned. Like, you were what? Oh, no, I only do eight and a half or less. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've never been shunned like that. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, I, it's seeming to be more of a thing with just me right. than them, you know? Yeah, and I think just as women, we don't want anything that's going to make us appear to not masculine, mm-hmm. more masculine than them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, imagine dating a nigga and your nigga just happened to have little baby feet, mm-hmm. and he got an insecurity about that. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, we're at five and a half. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, uh-huh. that's going to be like, you know, and he may have an insecurity about that. So, mm-hmm. I think we create things in our mind that either anything that's going to make us look dumb crazy ugly or like we are too masculine or like we have any masculinity in us mm-hmm. we're gonna create those things in our head right. also and then you know society and like you know seeing certain things and like funny jokes and memes and shit like that don't really help you know yeah exactly but a lot of shit that people post online i really just take it and it really be funny as fuck so i just think of it as that and it don't bother me at all mm-hmm. you know That's even if it's something specific to me like tall brown skin girls be doing this type mm. shit or Capricorns do this or you know what I'm saying? Mm. The shit really be funny as hell to me and it just don't do, it literally does nothing to me. It's really just jokes. Mm. And every person, no matter what side of the spectrum that you're on, you're you going to get these jokes. You're going to get it from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, And I, I've never had a problem with you know anyone putting them up to their face. So <laughs> must not be yeah. Must be all right. Come yeah. on. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your um, next one? Next one. Um. Okay. Weird. My fucking periods. Okay. Mm. <laughs> My periods. That is a good one. And I don't even be wanting to say period around a dude. Period. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I'd be trying to figure out what's a nice little creative, dainty way for me to say that I'm on my period. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, and I settled on Ladies' Day. <laughs> but that's a good one. Um, it's my week off. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? 
But um, yeah, I used to not want to come around a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd be like, uh, you probably don't want to be vibing with me, or you. I don't know why I feel like that. I'd be like, you maybe you might feel like I'm a bloody ass mess, so you know you don't want to be bothered with me. I might can answer that. Mm-hmm. I feel that exact same sentiment. Like I don't really okay. want to be around a nigga, and I feel like a nigga not going to be want to be around me because nigga, I don't really want to be around nobody <laughs> when I'm like that. Especially those first two heavy ass days. Like, no, I don't want to see or deal with nobody. Mm. I'm not in the best of moods. I feel bloated and bloody and shit. And I'm just not, this is not a good first couple of days. You know, catch me on day four or something. Mm. You know, if it just got to be that. But no, I don't want to really deal with no one. (laughs) So I don't feel like (laughs) quite like that, though. Oh, well. Well, I don't want to deal with anyone. Well, that's just, that's my, that's my story. (laughs) (laughs) But it do sometimes it do be out of hand and you just wanna make sure you gotta handle one thing yeah. you don't want no um embarrassing ass accidents or some shit like that. Yeah. And um I don't know. Well just imagine though, like those first couple of days or whatever, you can't even fully comfortably be yourself because you're just worried about if it's a stain yeah, on exactly, your butt. Exactly, exactly. You gotta change it, you gotta keep running up and mm. getting up to change and check and change and check mm-hmm. and shit. So you can't even fully authentically be yourself. Not to mention no sex, you know? No so sex, you yeah. get there or whatever, and you know that for the most part, when you all see each other, you know, your you know, particular gentleman, caller, when you're dealing with them, you may hang out, kick it, have a drink or two, eat or whatever, and most of the time the night ends in sex. Mm-hmm. To do all of that and be used to the night ending in sex and then be like, oh, no sex. Yeah. It'd be a bit of a letdown. So, yeah, no, I don't want to see nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like a real. headshot. Nobody. Mm-hmm. That's so, part of it. That's probably part of it. Like, just feel like a big ass tease. Just stay away from me. Yeah. We just feel my best of shit. And then for me in particular, I might be stomach hurting and shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just not in the mood to see anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, don't say nothing to me. I'm in my little bubble, not bothering nobody. And that's it. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What else you got? So another one for me. Um, the natural hair thing too. I wanted to say was on my list mm-hmm. as okay. far as like just you'll feel like you want to be dialed up and done up or whatever versus wearing your natural hair. But like we really need to embrace our shit and just mm-hmm. make it presentable. But that's a whole nother story and a whole nother combo. Right. Yeah. But one of the things that I found that men just don't care about is. Having a little stomach, you know. Yeah, they don't. And yeah, they don't. When I say that, I mean just they don't want you all big and sloppy and just looking unhealthy. But if you got a little stomach or whatever like that, niggas don't care. Yeah, they they, they just don't care. You know. Yeah, I've I've never ran across somebody talking to their nigga like, man, fuck that bitch, and she got a stomach, fuck her. Right, like uh-huh. it's just you know, and the thing is like. It's not, it's not like we just look like crazy out of control or anything like that, but you know, having a little slither, a little slap there or whatever, you know, it might poke a little whatever, whatever when you wearing your crops or whatever. Niggas ain't really giving a fuck about that. You know, actually mm-hmm. a decent percentage of them find it kind of cute and sexy, mm-hmm. you know, which I did not know. Like I had kind of had insecurities about that. And, you know, when I was on like my intermittent fasting and weight loss journey and everything like that, a big thing for me was getting my stomach in order, you know? Mm. 
but niggas just don't really give a fuck about that, you know? I mean, and there is still, you know, a journey for me as far as wanting to be healthier and get healthier and just, you know, look a certain way or whatever, but just for me. Right. But yeah. men just don't care about you having a little stomach. No. Not at all. At least not the Good men one. that I've run into. Good one. I was going to put that on my list as well. That's true. That's something that we women obsess over sometimes, you know? But, like, when you see certain shit and you're conditioned about the standardized mm-hmm. beauty, yes. You just feel like if you don't look like that, you'll get it in your head. And you're not even trying to think like that. It conditions you mm-hmm. to see and be used to what you're used to seeing. Right. So you don't the fit way that, you're supposed to see it. Right. And mm-hmm. the way that if you don't fit that mold, you'll just start, you'll start to build these insecurities and just feel like you're not good enough or you know you should look like this as opposed to embracing and working with what you got right because that bitch with the flat stomach may not have half the cute face that you have right half the style or personality or smarts that you have you know mm-hmm. but she just got a flat ass stomach she got a flat stomach you know <laughs> right so and just basically basically you know up up playing your good attributes and not focusing as much on the bad you know work with what you got for real yeah enhance that and you know focus on it yeah and right and don't think of it as a bad attribute try to flip that bitch and you know what i'm saying Uh what's what's it what's the positive in it or what can you say is the positive in it Mm -hmm. so um one of mine's and i feel like an adult really acknowledging that this is something that i'm insecure about um when dating is my education okay you know um I think I I hang around some well-rounded people for the most part. And a lot of those people are, you know, college graduates. I did not, however, uh, graduate college. So, you know, it. I do, I, I'm not going to say I feel judged when I say that I didn't graduate, you know, but I, I, I would feel a lot better if I said that I did. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I don't I've never felt judged about it. Um, but that's maybe more reflecting on what I feel as opposed to to them. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I don't think they after they figure out <clears throat> what type of person you are and you know, you can see somebody's um ethic you know what i mean their work ethic or you know the way they handle business or just period you know what i'm saying you can tell a person's personality if they're intellectual if they're smart you know what i'm saying by talking to them you know what i'm saying after a few hours or days whatever you know what i'm saying pretty much grasp somebody's personality or you know if they're educated or not you don't have to be educated on paper just to be an educated person right, you know what right. i'm saying so i kind of don't i try not to worry about that because just because on paper i do not have that degree i think that i'm an educated person and that speaks for itself right so i'm not really worried about that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i don't think that a guy you know what i'm saying after me and me is worried about that either yeah and there's other you know sectors of smarts that you can have you know you mm-hmm. can still be book smart even though you didn't graduate 
You right. could definitely have common sense and street smarts, which is just as important, if not more, you know, as far mm-hmm. as survival skills going. Because, you know, you could have all the book smarts in the world, but if you won't know well enough to know not to accept fucking drinks from complete total strangers that might try to put shit in your shit, yeah. you'll fuck around and lose your life that night just on some goofy shit, like mm-hmm. not even knowing what this person is intentionally trying to do to you, you know? Mm-hmm. So definitely if you can carry yourself and articulate yourself and carry a conversation and you have, you know, opinions on certain things and you read and you know, you know, some a little bit of something about everything, you know, it's kind of like that. Right. Like, no, I didn't study this or no, you know, I didn't finish my college education as I probably should have. But I do have an idea on this, or I do know a little bit about this, you know? Mm-hmm. And people can kind of gather your smarts up with that. Or know? the basics, like, I can hold a conversation. Right. You know what I mean? I have manners. Right. You know, I'm just different, different personality traits. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some people that's book smart, smart as fuck, but it's rude as hell. Right. And you don't want to fuck with them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or they might be book smart as fuck and don't have social skills, and you don't want to fuck with exactly. them. Exactly. You know? Like, no etiquette, don't know how to read or work a room, Mm -hmm. socially awkward. It's all types of factors that, you know, play into your smarts and your education as a whole. So, Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, I I definitely feel you on that. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Another weird one for me, and um, one of the guys that I was talking about earlier had kind of spoke on this. Eating in front of men. Eating? Yeah. So, I'm not going to lie, like, earlier in my, like, early 20s and shit like that, I had a thing to where I wouldn't want to order thick-ass meals, steaks, and burgers, and, you know what I'm saying, shit like that mm-hmm. in front of men. I wanted to eat something cute and dainty that I just wouldn't look, I wouldn't look crazy eating. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't look like I was devouring that shit or anything, or right. I wouldn't have to have like gre- a carnivore. greasy fingers or anything like that, like, no finger food or whatever, just something cute that I could... You know, eat with a fork and a knife, mm-hmm. and, you know, like that. But I came to discover, you know, later on in life, one thing about P, P gonna eat. And P gonna eat what the fuck she wanna eat at that particular time. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's salad time, or if I'm in the mood for that, that's fine. Because it's salad time sometimes. Right, it'd definitely be salad time. A lot time. of time. Yeah, I love salads, mm-hmm. but if just not that tonight, like if I'm, you know... We hanging out, we drinking or whatever like that. And I want to get, you know, some finger food, comfort food, bar food, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to get that. It's going to it's gonna suit whatever mood that I'm in. And I'm going to order it and I'm going to eat it in front of you. <laughs> now, I'm not going to be scarfing it down like no fucking barbarian. But at the same time, I'm not about to sit up there and, oh, give me a Caesar salad. No croutons, no onions, nothing. Just Bring me a bed of lettuce and Caesar dressing. A like, bed of lettuce. the fuck? No, bitch. No, I'm going to eat. P gonna eat. Yeah. And I'm eating in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I think they like that, too. That little bit of rawness, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, niggas like, what? Like, don't be afraid to eat. Like, essentially, you look dumb as hell. Because a nigga sit there and eat a full course meal, fucking Steak and potatoes and fucking asparagus and shit like that and devour this shit and you sitting there with a fucking bed of lettuce and a carrot and shit trying yeah. to be cute. Like, girl, yeah. bye. You know what I say? Fucking been on no diet or no exactly. shit like that in years, girl. This is not that, girl. Eat. 
Now, here's my problem with that, though. I'm a salad chick. You know what I'm saying? You a salad chick. So sometimes I might get a salad on your ass. And it's not because I'm trying to be dainty. It's Mm -hmm. because the salad look lit. And that's what I want. The salad gonna slap. And that's going to be some shit that I would order if I was just me, if I was with my girls or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, the salad slap. And that bitch is going to have the works. And Mm -hmm. yes, bring me a salad if Mm -hmm. it's that. Right. But if it ain't that, then it ain't that. Yeah. And I got this problem nowadays too. I have to, I do have to watch what I order, and I won't order some things that I maybe um, would usually want, like a salad. Maybe I wouldn't get a salad because when I eat my salads, I like onions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to. I'm conscious of stuff like that now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I like garlicky shit. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like, damn, I really can't eat what I want to because I don't want my breath to be stinking mm-hmm. afterwards. You know? So. Eat to be full as hell, but just mind your breath. Right. <laughs> and that's definitely something to consider. But, you know, if you a purse-carrying bitch or whatever like that, you know, some females take a little carry to go, toothbrush and mouthwash or whatever. So if you need to step away to the bathroom real quick and get yourself in order, pop a mint or gum in there afterwards, that's fine too, you know? So it just all depends. But... I'm just saying don't deprive yourself to look a certain way. That's my major point, you know? Mm-hmm. In no shape, form, or fashion, you know? Eating or otherwise. Right. So, shit, I'm just like, eat whatever you want to eat. Yeah. I you know? That. But just still take certain things into consideration. I do get that point, but, mm-hmm. you know, just don't be put in a position where you really can't be yourself. Yeah. You know? I fuck some wings up. Come on. Okay. All right. The the last thing that I got um is my occupation, you know. Okay. And just because now that we are older, you know what I mean? That's a real big question, or that's a real thing. What do you do? What's your job? Blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, when you when you talk with somebody and y'all discussing things like that, and y'all exchanging information about each other, you want your job to look just look just as lit as theirs. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If they tell you what that they an astronaut, you don't want to be like, oh, I um, I bad groceries. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or I I do numbers at the lottery you know what i'm saying right. not even not down in nobody's yeah never position. no knock on no hustle baby if you get to get that money but it's like you you want you don't want somebody to be like, oh yeah you know i'm the president of the united states you know what i'm saying and you'd be like oh damn i'll be shining shoes you know what i'm saying right. you just you want to you know what i'm saying match them. exactly yeah. or you just want to you know look as equally as entertaining or you know what i'm saying whatever you know what i'm prestigious saying prestigious and like you have a handle on life and that you're making a way for yourself exactly yeah. and like you possess some type of skill set you know mm-hmm. not just like you know you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah definitely but i feel that in that particular situation a man or a woman in this in, in any instance when you're dating someone you, you can sense a person that may be down or you know in between careers or jobs or whatever as opposed to just as opposed to just a complete ass bum 
You yeah. know, mm-hmm. you ain't got no ambition. You ain't looking to do shit. You ain't got no little. Even if you, you know, not fully employed or working right now, you ain't got no means of income, no little side hustle, no none of that. And you just kind of sit around and just be chilling and doing little dumb frivolous shit all day or whatever. That's going to be the demerit. The yeah. demerit. Right, you know, it's about not actual, just if you, you know, what I'm saying, going through a hard yeah. time, you know, it's about it's, your work ethic. Yeah, mm-hmm. so because everybody go through that. Like, if I happen to meet you at that time, then that's something different. But I'll be able to determine if you got that hustling spirit in you, if you're willing to work or if you're willing to try to start your own business or do something on the side. That will always and yeah. whatever you're doing exactly. at the moment, you know, yeah, that'll always show, and you'll always be able to kind of gauge based on that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, from my um, from my last two with the education and you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. my my job title or whatever, I get that I pick up that I I'd like to be viewed in a certain light. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just like to be viewed in in a certain light. Mm-hmm. You know, um, shit. That's it. You know, right. that's just what I what I get from the things that I that I said, and I don't think it's a bad thing, but it's I just feel like this is my way of you not counting me out early. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But those are n- niggas don't really care about your about those things. Not they don't care about it, but it's more about you than what these things on paper are. All right, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so let, let's discuss some things that men do care about, though, no matter what. So just basically just traits, habits, or whatever the case may be that's kind of, and your experience seemed to have been a no non-negotiable, you know? Okay. Oh, before we do that, I'm sorry, can, can I add something to the, to the other list? Yes. I always be doing edits, my bad. <laughs> but... Um, you made me think about it. Nails, niggas don't really be giving a fuck about. Oh, girl, you know you know, niggas don't give a fuck about nails I, I, at all. They don't. They don't be like mm, you ain't had your nails done at all. I mean, they might say something like that if they you know notice that you normally do. Yeah, yeah, they may say but something. They're they not gonna be fuck. like that bitch. Don't be having her nails done or nothing. Yeah, no, nah, they don't give a fuck about that. Now the toes is different. Now your, your toes got to be presentable. That, yeah, that be something that's different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nails, niggas don't give a fuck about that. Right, like they don't. And I, I think I kind of already knew that because I've just ne- never had a nigga just be like, yes, honey, you working that color, them designs, them rhinestones, honey, you giving me life. Like, and I wouldn't want you to do that. Right. You know, like I've never experienced that. Like a nigga notice that you changed your nails or whatever. Like, oh, I see you rocking with the green today or the blue today or whatever like that. Like they'll notice little changes. But if your nails just not done, it's not going to be like, oh, yeah. bitch, I can't mm-hmm. even take you out nowhere. I can't exactly. even present you to nobody. Bitch, you look. Raggedy, right. Huh? You got these undone hands. Yes, yeah, it don't mm-hmm. go down like that. Yeah. But um, they do like it when you're scratching their backs, though. But mm-hmm. I digress. Especially on the first few days when they're real sharp. <laughs> but I digress, too. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so... And this, this correlates to the person that you are again. I was going to say they care about what kind of car you driving. You know what I'm saying? But it's not a materialistic thing. It's just what kind, what what, what you own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you have a 1967 Cutlass? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's uh, got some um, hydraulics and you sitting up on some shit. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. 
or you got a 1993 Plymouth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just kind of tells, you know what I'm saying, a little bit about you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, one of my things that niggas that I've dated or, you know, talked to or kicked it with do absolutely care about is looking presentable as a whole. Yeah. So Definitely. it's not necessarily if you wear weave versus wigs versus, you know, quick weave versus sew-ins versus ponytails. Mm-hmm. It's not even about that, the specific style. It's about, bitch, do you actually look presentable to where I don't have to be embarrassed to take you anywhere? Right. You know? Yeah. Are you... Well, I want to take you somewhere. Exactly. Are you a clean woman? Do you know how to coordinate and put your shit together? Are you about to walk out this bitch with a fucking... Tube socks and a tutu on, mm-hmm. you know, looking nuts and shit. You know, a fucking polka dot ass shirt with striped stockings and a fucking vest and a cape. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you're know, looking wacky and whimsical as hell. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're looking fucking Willy Wonka as hell, bitch. <laughs> no. Are you presentable? Do you know yeah. how to coordinate? Do you know how to come out of the house and look like you gave a fuck? Right. You know? Mm hmm. So that I do find that they, you know, care about. Do yeah. care about. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that one. Um my next one would be <laughs> I wrote it so ghetto. Got money. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I bet you you got money, bitch. <laughs> um, you know, because you know, women women you know we seek for men to be the provider yep and we well we uh-huh. expect for them to be the provider and we expect for them to um you know take the brunt of the financial responsibilities you know but don't no nigga want a broke ass bitch Come on, you know let's talk about it. and that's broke as in not having no money and then broke within the mind too you mm. know what i'm saying you got a broke motherfuckers attitude mm. you know what i'm saying you moving around Broke as hell, you know what I'm saying? Even if you might have a little change, you're still moving around broke as fuck. You're going to be broke soon, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I think they they really look at that, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless they don't have nowhere to stay, niggas is not going to want to fuck with no broke bitch, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's like, I think when a, when a dude is really looking for a woman, when a man is really looking for a woman and somebody that they really you know, want to settle down with or somebody they really want to build something with, they, they, they're, they looking for, for, for certain things, you know what I'm saying? And they looking for certain uh, characteristics, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And that just, that's just shows something about your character. You know what I'm saying? If you broke as fuck all the time, I'm looking for you as a man. Men look to us to build them up. You know what I'm saying? They want you to bring them up to your level. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I see this in her. She be about her business. I want her to do that for me. You know what I'm saying? I want her to help me with that. Or, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I want some of that to rub off on me. She really be on her shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... I ain't trying to fuck with nobody that ain't ain't about shit or you know what I'm saying don't got no don't got no money or no means to get none or is moving in a weird ass funny ass way mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I don't you can't do shit for me you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I mean not like that but yeah as in a relationship you should be building I want you to 
I feel like each person should be looking at the person for something. Like, I want you to be, bring me up to where you are on this level. You right. know what I'm saying? And I, you can't build with somebody that don't got the that mindset already there. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you a grown-ass, broke-ass motherfucker, not broke as and don't got no money in your pocket, but broke-ass broke, broke ass mindset, then I can't really, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing that I can get from you. Mm-hmm. We can't really build. It's nothing. It's no foundation to build nothing mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I get what you're saying with like a broke ass mindset because um, when you get so used and so complacent with being in a certain spot, you just kind of make it in your mind and set it up in your mind that you don't want or need more. Yeah, and you go into survival mode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just be like, well, you know, no, you may not want or need to be the richest motherfucker in the world or, you know what I'm saying, want to even just be a type of person that's going to be, you know, wiping their ass with $100 bills and shit like that. But you want to be able to live comfortably right. at the end of the day, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. And you want to be able to strive to get there if that's not your current situation. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. You want to have good financial habits and you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying things like I might as well tie this one in too my other one was just business oriented mm-hmm. and I don't mean actual like of actual business I mean just like paying like pay bills yeah paying your bills everything. on time you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying knowing that if you got uh forty dollars you probably shouldn't spend thirty five of that forty on weed or you know what I'm saying right. just shit that them two go together you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. being able to having a that money mindset and then being able to be um business minded you know what i'm saying be able to execute some shit or just get some shit done yeah yeah definitely and it kind of tie into the next one that i had too mm-hmm. but um it was basically having sense mm-hmm. having common sense having the good sense that god gave you and right. um this translate over into the gay world as well mm-hmm. um it's a woman that I was talking to um, at one of my jobs or whatever, and she has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and this girl was the fantasy. You know what I mean? Mm. Little foreign chick, mixed Spanish, Puerto Rican, and black. Mm. Sexy, hot little body, ass going crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She got the little long curly hair that she like or whatever, but my homegirl that I work with was basically telling me like, you know, with all of that and for all of the time that we've been together, I'm just starting to realize that this bitch has no sense. Mm. She has no common sense. And I can't really rely on her to get us out of a jam. Mm. So it's just basically like a situation where they was kind of down and out and they needed a, basically a quick car. You know what I'm saying? Like a car on some, we got to get to point A to point B, you know, we need to see what's up. And somebody in the girl's family wanted to sell them a car. Now, mind you, this is a shady ass nigga. Apparently, let her tell it and let the experience of my coworker tell it. Mm-hmm. And she kind of just gave them money and took the car. Didn't inquire on what the car needed, if it needed a tune up, if it needed tires, a wheel alignment, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She didn't even get the basics handled as far as getting the title switched over to her name. Mm-hmm. So just one day when they um, driving or whatever and the police stopped and they like, mm. who the fuck car is this? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that was a whole big situation that they had to get straightened out. And she was just like, 
that along with like the house situations and shit because she just had a whole plethora of shit that was going on that i can't even get into because we'll be here all fucking night <laughs> but she's basically said she's like i'm just coming to the realization that i can't really count on her when i'm in the gym like i can't really have us be in a situation where like all right we're gonna put our brains together and we're gonna figure some shit right. out every time some shit go down I have to be the one to, to figure everything out, out. Mm-hmm. everything out from the basics to the hard shit. Mm-hmm. I have to be the one and that shit is just getting so tiring and so draining mm-hmm. and I just don't really know what to do. You know? Mm-hmm. Is she the more, is she, the... she she's the masculine. Okay. In the, yes, she mm-hmm. is. So but it's like, yeah, as a woman, I, feel I still like need trans- your help. It translates over well, to heterosexual relationships as well. You yeah, know? For sure. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely feel like that. Like, Yes, you may expect a man to take the lead or have a more of an idea on certain things that you may not know about as far as like, you know, car shit, plumbing, things like that, that niggas like know about or whatever. But I could give you basic shit on basic things, car shit, plumbing. Mm-hmm. I know that if I hear the toilet making sounds all night, that is something wrong. Right. Yeah. And I'm not going to let that issue go undealt with right. for a significant amount of time. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. I know that if the car is making weird ass noises as soon as I move that bitch, it's something wrong. Right. Probably like, shouldn't keep moving. Exactly. <laughs> you may not be able to pinpoint exactly what's wrong, but you know it's time to take that to be looked at. Mm-hmm. So basic things like that, she just didn't really have the wherewithal to kind of understand that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. She just didn't understand that something was wrong until shit just went completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Like the car fucking broke down in the middle of the road or the fucking bathtub exploded mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Right. Just whatever. So she just was thinking and, and was just kind of telling me and kicking it to me like, I just don't know what I'm going to do or whatever because this is like a really big issue. You know, like I love her to death and shit, but she just have no survival skills. She lacked common sense. And she's not dependable as mm-hmm. far as us having business, the things that we need to get taken care of, you know? Right. I'm like, damn, you know, sis, that shit is deep. Yeah. That shit is deep. So I found that with men that I've talked to too. Like, you know, yeah, I fucked with this bitch or whatever like that. She was a bad bitch or whatever, but the bitch was an airhead. Mm-hmm. Or the bitch just didn't understand, you know, mm-hmm. simple things, you know? Right. So definitely having basic common sense, even if you're not the most bookwormy, smartest person in the world, common sense and having a general idea and being able to have basic things like survival skills and just knowing when something may be wrong, niggas really care about. Yeah, yeah. And gay bitches really care about. <laughs> just FYI. Right. So that goes all across the board. And I feel like that's that's a two-way street, men and women. You just don't want to date nobody that's just a complete bubblehead. Yeah. You don't want to date no big brawny-ass all brawn, no brains type nigga, and no guy want to really date no airhead, no fucking brains, common sense female. Right. So this is true. Definitely an important one. That's true. That's it. That's what I got, bitch. Anything else? I gotta ask the niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another one that I found too, and I had to recently come to terms with this with myself, but I find a man do not, they don't really want you to dominate and to mm-hmm. just 
is aggressive the word I want to use? I don't think it's the word I want to use, but it may work in this situation. So they don't want you too dominant and too aggressive. Mm-hmm. Too miss I-N-D-E-P. You know, they don't want you too dominant, too aggressive, too independent. They want to feel wanted and like they have a purpose in the relationship. And that was hard for me to grasp. And I've literally just started to grasp this within the last year or so. Mm-hmm. That if you doing everything, what is a nigga there for? Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I just kind of was just used to living a certain way and being on my own. You know, even right. from a fucking kid. You know, I'm a latchkey kid. I had to learn early how to entertain myself, right. how to be around myself, be comfortable with myself, um, be okay with it not being any peers or siblings around to just fully relate to or be comfortable with. Like, all right, bitch. Get you a little game out, play tic-tac-toe, play cards, whatever, you know? Right. And just as I got older, you know, those things changed. Like, it, my shit that I did to entertain myself matched my age, you know? Right. And I guess a lot of that has kind of, you know, spilled over in adulthood. I've learned to be independent and entertain myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be at home and I just never feel bored. I'll never feel bored. Yeah. I like. I just can't think of the last time when I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so fucking bored. Right. It's so much shit that you could be doing, pleasure or otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know, work. You know, working on things that need to be worked on, getting ahead up on things that you could have been doing or things that you know you will be needing to do. Mm-hmm. So I guess just with that, and a guy trying to be there for you and be that shoulder or that resource and you just being like you being like oh that's cool but i got it right thank you but i'm straight i don't need no help and just doing that to a man over and Mm. over and over you know Mm -hmm. i imagine that it may be slightly i don't want to say emasculating but it's just kind of making them feel like well bitch i just have no purpose here you know Mm -hmm. so i am learning to get that a little more together and in order it is a little hard for me because I want shit done a certain way and I know that I'm used to doing certain shit a certain way. So if I know that I can do it and get it handled, and especially if I can get it done and get it handled in a quick amount of time. Right. Right. By the time I didn't fix my mouth to find you, locate you, hit you up, call you on the phone or meet you in person and even ask you to get started on doing some shit for me, I'd had it done. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So... Or at least be getting to the point to where the process is in motion to get done, you know? Yeah. So I'm trying to kind of work on that and being patient and not wanting to to control things and want things to move at my will, you know? Mm -hmm. Working on that too. Good, good. That's what I'm saying. Growth is really the main goal here. It's the main goal here at the end of the day. So... Yeah. What else you got? Um, I had this one on here, but it's well, no, that would have been on the other one, but I had put this one on here, but it's really subjective. It was more so being clean and put together. So I had a guy that I was talking to or whatever 
tell me. He was like, oh, he made a comment about my car or whatever. He was like, oh, um, oh, you must have just got this bitch detailed or whatever like that. Oh, you you had to just got this uh bitch detailed or whatever because every female that I know car be fucked up or car be dirty or this, is that, whatever, or whatever. I'm like, no, I haven't had a detail since I've had this car. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he was just like, oh, you lying. You won't bullshit or like that. I'm like, no, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't really live out of my car or whatever. I got regular basic shit in my car. Mm-hmm. If that, like, it's, I don't really, like, no, I don't talk about. He like, oh, okay, because that's the thing, you know, like, females' cars always be fucked up or whatever like that. And the guy that I was talking to previously said something similar. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of thought about it. I'm like, well, okay. If you have a situation where you have kids or you have a, you know what I'm saying, a lot of shit going on or whatever like that, you can expect a little bit of junk, just not fucking filth. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It'd be a difference between junk and filth. And, you know, they'll say the same thing, you know what I'm saying, about my little spot or whatever. Like, I was cleaning here or whatever, whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? I like that because, you know, I'll be going to bitches places or whatever like that and it'll be X, Y, and Z or whatever. But, again, there's a difference between junk and filth. If you got a shirt hanging up here or whatever like that, all right. If you got, you know, some socks on the floor, whatever, whatever. If shoes ain't put up, all right, whatever, whatever. If it's kids' toys around, whatever, whatever. That's fine. But if you're just dealing with somebody, like, it was a girl that I know that's going to remain nameless that had in their room food that was so fucking old. (laughs) When I say so fucking old, when the girl found the plate, they didn't even know what the fuck the meal was. Mm. They didn't know what the fuck the meal was. And this is food that was sitting there rotten. Mm-mm. That was found. I'm like, well, sis, you know I ain't judging you, but you know you wrong as fuck for this, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you you know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-mm. You know, and they're relatively young or whatever like this, so it's not even like a thing to where it's like they just grown as hell and like they should know but even though at that particular age and you should know better too mm-hmm. but you gonna get a slight pass because you're a little on the young side but at the same time it's like yeah, yeah you know yeah. maybe i'm just a little biased because i may know them you know right but men pay attention to that sort of shit and they'll comment on that sort of mm-hmm. shit you know for sure yeah so yeah, definitely. definitely being a decently you know what i'm saying kept person you ain't mm-hmm. gotta be a super neat freak or nothing like that just kind of be kept yeah be kept and have a certain shit in order or whatever and just make it shit and it go back to the presentable shit right when i was speaking of presentation i met that in all aspects you mm-hmm. know appearance workspace living space you know driving space whatever they that kind of be a non-negotiable for niggas because if a nigga feel like you a trifling ass bitch they got to think about a few things living with you in the future possibly mm, right and just your normal hygiene and how you carry yourself in that aspect too mm-hmm. you know so i think that yeah. they just really pay attention to that even they though they're not do. they're not very they're not as vocal about that as they are certain things she but i mean they they can be but you know it's certain things that they'll be more upfront about that sort of thing. I think that'd be a thing to where they'll notice it, but they'll go back and tell their niggas, like, yeah, she was mm-hmm. cool as hell, but her motherfucking car was dirty as fuck. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or she was cool as hell, but it's just like it was fucked up in there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I think that's one of those sort of things. Cause I think the more the uncomfortable the subject, the longer it may take before they say something. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Definitely. You got something else, boo? Um, I probably do, but <laughs> I, that was the end of my actual list of things mm-hmm. that uh, men care about versus what they don't. And um, one of the things that um, I was going to mention, but I can't really say that it was it's been like a super big deal with things that men. It was going to be a thing of things that men that don't care about that a lot of women think that they do. And it was because the gentleman that I saw the video on when they were talking about it, they mentioned it also, but it was skin complexion. Mm. And they were talking about just basically how women that they'll talk to or run into or whatever will be in, you know, insecure about their skin tone and say things about themselves or whatever. They'll just throw them off like, I don't give a fuck about that or I ain't never said nothing to you about that. Why are you bringing it up? Why has right. that a conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've had, you know what I'm saying, certain points and, like, issues where things may have been said or I may have saw something that I just didn't like or whatever like that. But I feel like it hasn't really been a super big issue. I mean, because I just don't let it. I just don't really discuss it. I just kind of let it just be there or whatever. Right. Like, if I'm not your thing, not your vibe or whatever like that, don't fuck with me right. or don't leave me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I can't really waste energy and time dwelling on things that I can't control. Right. And that's a big thing with me just all across the board. But, you know, the guys that were speaking on the video did allude to running into females that were insecure about their skin complexion. Mm. And some of them even wanted to do something about it, mm. you know? Wow. So, mm. it's just, it's it's tough out here, you know? it It's, it's really tough with certain things that you may have and insecurities about yourself or things that you may be just thinking too hard about and you don't need to. That's why it's just that self-love shit is important. Accepting yourself is important. That's first. It is. All right, bitch. Next time we talk about this, I want to have an actual man here (laughs) to tell us what they actually think. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to get killed for that. They're going to be like, next time I have a nigga there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No. But we shall. We shall. We got some business to talk about. Yes, we do. The black business of the week. And I definitely wanted to give them a shout out because I experienced the most lovely decadent massage and facial ever. Mm-hmm. And it was the customer Ever. service for me, too. They were really nice, personable, brought me tea, mm. shit to sweeten my tea, advice on facial care, skin care, and things like that. Um, it's the Woodhouse Spa. If you aren't from Detroit, and if I'm not exactly sure how you know renowned they are, if they're like worldwide or anything like that, but they do have a couple of locations here in Michigan, mm. um, and they are franchised. Mm-hmm. The particular place that I went to for my facial and massage was the Woodhouse Spa downtown Detroit on Woodward, and they were excellent. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, attentive. 
um, the massage and the facial was everything. I feel so relaxed, so rejuvenated. You know, it's a long ass line with booking because I did book this massage and I had to book it like a month in advance mm -hmm. because they do get that packed, mm -hmm. you know. But, you know, they treat you real nice and, you know, they give you a nice robe, comfy slippers to put on, make sure you're okay, you know, bring you water, tea, whatever you may need. And it was just everything, you know. I had wonderful scented oils mm. and just the hands of God, okay. <laughs> rain down upon rain, you. Uh, rain upon my body. Mm -hmm. The massage was everything, and the facial was everything as well. Got a couple of skincare tips. Mm. So definitely, if you want to get a good massage, feel lovely, feel wonderful, the Woodhouse Spa downtown Detroit is definitely one to consider. Okay, it was very good. Thumbs up, A plus, whatever. They 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 won me over. Black owned business, y'all, okay. and I did not know this until I actually got there and was kicking it with one of the masseuse and mm. she was telling me like you know and we black on I, my 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 antennas went up i said oh right what you say yeah so apparently it's a um husband and wife that owns it mm. i did not get a chance to get their name unfortunately but shouts out to them and shout out your therapist oh chris yes chris with a k hey okay. girl she was wonderful everything and um Definitely shouts out to them to give an opportunity because there were a lot of black employees there too. That's so good. That's good. I definitely loved that. So definitely shouts out to y'all, you know, getting work in a city, having this wonderful place and just providing opportunities for us within the city and just putting something in the city that's actually going to be put to use because I will be going good back. Use. Right. Okay, honey. Just really. And just the whole downtown renovation and everything that they're doing down there i just i i like it you know a lot mm. of people are kind of like weary about it or whatever but anything that'll generate revenue for us as a city and you know just attractions and things to just kind of take the blight off our city and make us you know look better be a better tourist spot and just somewhere that we can be proud of i'm all for it mm. so definitely shouts out to woodhouse fire Definitely try them out if you live in the area or if you are coming to visit. Shout. Yes, yeah, so you can find out. out there. They got other locations as well. I'm not sure if the other locations are black owned, but we'll just fuck with the one that we know. Hello. <laughs> mm -hmm. But definitely um, online, you can book um, or over the phone. No, no, I think they might be doing just over the phone for right now. Okay. Yes, yeah, definitely shouts out to Woodhouse. Bye. Thank you for that. We could always use spa services. Yes, hunty. And with all this tension that I had built up, she just got me so together. So, right? Like, if you touch my back right now, mm. just all smooth. No knots. No mm. nothing. Okay. okay. So like, smoothed up. Yes. Okay. Smooth criminal. Just, oh, this back. <laughs> Not smooth criminal. Just, oh. Well, thank you, Chris, for hooking my baby up. Yes. Love, Chris. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, let's keep the train moving right along, baby. Mm -hmm. Give us a positive word to take out of here. Yes. I wish someone would have told me, love yourself first. Accept yourself first. Mm. I really got to thinking about this with everything that we were talking about and discussing based on the gentlemen that were telling 
things that they don't really care about and things that they do and you know what they like and what they don't like and what's attractive because they had like a whole little series going on with that Mm -hmm. you know they kind of broke all of it down but at the end of the day if you love yourself and accept yourself a nigga will accept certain things that they may not thought that they would have oh yeah it's a certain way that you can carry yourself if a nigga don't like when you wear feelers because I'm using that one because that was one of the examples on things that they didn't like. <clears throat> if a nigga don't like when you wear feelers, if you love yourself, you got the confidence, and you know you can put that shit together and make that shit look so fucking cold <clears throat> to the point to where nobody can deny you, bitch. Wear your feelers, sis. Bitch, wear your fucking feelers and go crazy on they dumbasses. <laughs> Who the fuck you talking to? Because my whole thing be this. It doesn't really matter what the fuck is cool, what the fuck is trendy. Right. It just really matter if you can put that shit together. Right, pull it off. You can put that shit together and pull it off. Some shit that's wild, some shit that's haven't been in style for years or whatever. Like, damn, you know, I ain't really in style right now, but, you know, she kind of look good in it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, he kind of put that together well, you know? Right. As opposed to just slapping some non-stylish shit on you, you know? Because I'll look back at old-ass pictures and shit and just some microwavable popcorn trends and styles and shit. Like, what the fuck was we thinking? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. That's why I really prefer like timeless things, but I digress. <clears throat> Love yourself first and accept yourself first. If you got something that you do or a habit that you have that you may think may not be attractive to somebody, or you may have heard that it's not attractive to someone they don't really like, girl, fuck him. <clears throat> somebody gonna love it. Period. Somebody is gonna sis. love it. And it's gonna start with you loving it. Go off, sis. For real. Because if you there and you sitting there all meek and meager and just like, you know, I do this, but it's just so silly. And like, oh my God, okay. Like I laugh like this. Oh my God, it's so fucking goofy. I fucking hate it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're going to subconsciously place those sort of negative thoughts into his mind as well. Right. So, But if you love and accept yourself, a nigga don't have a choice but to love and accept you as well. You know? Right, yeah. That's the basis. That's the start of the shit. Mm-hmm. And I really had to think about that and really just hone in on that and believe it to be true. And honestly, it's really giving me different results as opposed to when I first started dating. And if I didn't like something about myself, I wouldn't embrace it, you know? Right. So definitely before you even put a thought in your head to start loving somebody else, make sure you love and accept you first. Not to say that you're any less deserving if you don't love yourself, but if you ain't even got the basis of that in order, how the fuck do you think that somebody else is going to be willing to do it? Yeah. How the fuck do you think that you're going to be able to build a foundation and relationship? How the fuck do you think that you're going to be able to find someone and have someone to look at your qualities and see them as a good thing? You know? Yeah. Because everything that we do and things that we say and habits that we have subconsciously place patterns in us and the people that surround us. Mm-hmm. So if you feel confident that you are a wonderful person, good, you know, vibes, you know, you, you decently dressed, presentable, you make people laugh, you know, that's your persona. That's a part of you. That's a part of the aura that you give off. So you subconsciously giving that to people that's around you, whether it be male or female. Right. You're talking about relationships, friends, family, whatever. You're subconsciously giving that off to them. So if you constantly saying, oh, I don't know, I just look ugly today. Or I look ugly when I do this or whatever. You're subconsciously putting those thoughts into their head as well. Like, oh, damn, she right. She do look ugly as fuck when she do that. Or, yeah. damn, now that I'm thinking about it, she really ain't that cold, you know? Mm-hmm. So just don't do that. 
you know, you'd be better off not saying anything as opposed to downing yourself, you know? Yeah. And I feel like we all have had that as a habit. Like, oh, you're you cute as hell. Like, oh my God, I need to get it redone. Oh my God, your nails is cute. Oh my God, it's time for a fill-in. Right. Oh my God, your shoes is cute. Oh my God, these are things I need to get some more. Like, mm-hmm. we all have a habit of doing that. But as a start for self-love and accepting yourself, don't do that. Take the compliment and keep it moving. Yeah. Or don't do that. Just accept it. Thank you. And no, that's what's up or whatever. Okay, appreciate you, you know? Right. And it's just, it could all be so simple. Yeah. Love and accept yourself first before you expect for somebody else to do so. I agree wholeheartedly. And that's a part of self-healing. That's a part of self-care. Because I just believe that we're all going to be doing some sort of growth and healing to the day that we die. But if you ain't got the basics down to loving yourself, you putting energy into somebody else trying to get them to love you or you loving them is just doing a disservice to yourself. Right. Just the basics I'm talking about. You know, yeah. if you always working on yourself, like, oh, you know, I want to be a little bit more punctual or, oh, I want to be, you know, a little bit more, you know, reserved or a little bit more outspoken. Okay. But if you just don't accept or love yourself and you ain't even got the basic one on ones down. That's an issue, and you won't be able to move forward until right. you can fully love yours. Right. You know, work the J. Cole. So, okay. Yeah. Wish somebody would have told me. Definitely. All right. Well, this was a self care positivity episode. I know. Now. I love it. I mm-hmm. feel rejuvenated so, so much. But, um, so. Thank you guys for coming back and listening to us. Um, please go to the platforms that we are available on and listen. Um, you know, all the, all the major ones. <laughs> and also uh, follow us on social media, interact with us, send us an email with some, um, if you want to ask for advice or you got some questions or um you know, critiques or reviews or whatever, you know, you can send all of that to us at um, delicatedominance at gmail.com. Um, our Instagram is Dom Podcast, D E L D O M M E Podcast. Yep. And our official Delicate Dominance Twitter page handle is at Delicate Dom Pod. Definitely hit us up. Of course, like, subscribe, tell your friends and family to like and subscribe, and give us a little bit of feedback if you want to DM us just to say hello, kick it, and what's up. You know, we love that sort of attention and love, and you know, hell yeah, we appreciate the Twitter's verse. Shout out to y'all, y'all do show a lot of love, and we appreciate it. But definitely hit us up, and we appreciate y'all. Fucks with y'all. So, um, until next time, it's it's been Auto and Queen P and Delicate Dominance Podcast. Thank y'all for listening. Mwah. See y'all next time. <laughs>